Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, our heroes faced off against a missing seventh gargoyle as it sought to tear apart Flink Thunderbonk, apprentice to the formerly cursed Svervneflin merchant Yeneth. Though the gargoyle managed to score a hit on the flying Eric, Brittany's casting of Tasha's hideous laughter and Declan's judicious use of Dawnringer held the beast at bay. The merchant Yaneth, a magic user herself, was able to probe the thoughts of the gargoyle, finding that it had lost track of both the cursed black gem and the female drow that was controlling it. It was currently as lost as anyone else. Even as it struggled to recover, Eric felt the burning rage of the curse of vengeance and cleaved the monster in half. Puzzling out that the gargoyle had lost track of the female drow controlling it while she was engaged in battle, our group returned to talk to the Zentarum, the only group in open conflict with the drow. In the Zentarum enclave, Declan's uncle disclosed that a female drow, roughly matching the description of their prey, had dived into the outlet of a nearby river. What the drow had not known, apparently, was that the river was protected by an underwater grate, and she had most likely met a watery demise. It was Brittany's time to shine. Though the river outlet was murky with filth, she unleashed her cloak of the manta ray and her gloves of climbing and swimming. With a gemstone glowing with the light spell, passed by Eric, Brittany dove into the foul water, located the corpse of the missing drow woman, assured herself that the cursed black gem was on the body, and returned to the group carrying the drow's waterlogged corpse. The cursed black gem had been found. And then she'll climb out to throw the body down. Zilch kneels down. I know this one. Yeah. From back home, Kinyel drew gear. Rival house of mine, actually. Not the friendly sort. Usually hired as an assassin. Don't know what she was doing here. Dying, apparently. Starting a war. She was starting a war. All right, well, let's find this stone she's talking about. It's in that pouch, and I'll take the pouch off of her and mm. produce the stone with my gloved hands. Make a charisma saving throw. What? But I'm wearing magical gloves. I know, but you might be surprised. Fifteen. Oh wait, no, I have. I have. Hold on, it's saving throw. Eighteen. Your surroundings grow dark for a moment as you focus on this gem, Brittany. It becomes kind of the center of your world for a moment. And in a flash, you kind of get a glimpse of the creature. It looks almost like a bearded gargoyle, gigantic in size, more muscular than any gargoyle you've ever seen, huge. And it whispers dark thoughts into your mind. You're gaining an indefinite form of madness. Now, it's not necessarily a terrible one. It's just a flaw that you can consider in your role-playing from here on out, okay? It okay. can be cured. All right. So don't worry. But basically, you never let anyone know the truth about actions or intentions, even if doing so would be beneficial. 
So no okay, so that's damage. just slightly increasing one of her flaws. Yeah, that's probably most appropriate in this yeah. case, yeah. But you also become aware that what you hold in your hand is the essence of the demon lord Fraz or Blue. Okay. Encased in crystal form. You are literally holding the soul of a demon lord. I should probably hold on to this. Why? Because it is literally the soul of a demon lord. Is it now? Do you really want to have that responsibility, Declan? I don't want that's what I thought. I'm gonna put it in my bag. Give it, give it back to the dwarves. Really no, this would destroy dwarves. them. We'll show it to them, but this would Who destroy cares? them. Because we made a deal with them, remember? How about their douchebags? Declan, this is why you're a screw-up. I am not a screw-up. Things always work out for me in the end. He oh. fails upwards. The dust settles. I'm always alright. God, cinematically, this is when I hit him with the fireball, but I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. We have the thing. We show it to the Durgar so they know we've got it. We tell them it's a bad thing and we'll get rid of it. And we leave with it. Yes. Find a find a nice cozy volcano for it to spend the rest of its existence in. I have the perfect place to put it. Which would yeah. be? A disposable place. It's like garbage disposal for all the garbage. Magical and not. Let's go. Who will you visit first? Who gets the news first? Probably the Duergar, because they're the most aggressive. Okay. Duergar, Drows, and Tarum. Gnomes. Gnomes. Yeah. I lost my car with the name on it. It's been it's been busy. <laughs> Smurf goblins. Smurf Neblin. Smurf Neblin. Smurf Neblin. So you head back to the Dwergar Enclave. Upon hearing that the stone is a bad thing and that you found it, they asked to see it. Do you want to I'll show them? Flash it to them. They'll nod and say, okay, yeah, take that blasted thing out of here. It will bring you nothing but pain and misery. These for Nephilim were not responsible for this. The stone is an influence upon them, upon anyone who touches it. I would base any cessation of hostilities on that. Fine then. We will work to rebuild the peace mantle Dareth had before and resume business as usual. Why, thank you. Good man. You, you're good, you. He looks at you like, what? My friend is drunk. Let's go. What? what? When we go to the drow, bring the corpse with us. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So you walk back, go back to the corpse, start dragging it by its flop it in front of the door. I'm and... really missing Darendil right now. Because we're like dragging it. <laughs> yeah, me too. The guards bristle, hands on their weapons as a dead drow. Hello, remember us, the problem solvers? We this solved the problem. We found her body. This is the assassin. The traitor. We're everything. Yeah? Yes. We'll deal with her body as appropriate then. Has okay. peace been restored to Mantle Dareth then? It has. It would be best for you if you left soon. You have yeah. curried our favor, certainly. It would behoove you not to overstay your welcome here. Of course. 
in the drow enclave, we mean. Mental Death, you're free to go where you wish. And they're going to go and take the body and drag it in. Zilch, what do they mean by we've curried favor, we should get the fuck out? Drow are territorial. Everybody's territorial here, it seems. And since the peace is very fragile, I'm sure they would, uh, they don't appreciate people being in kind of their private space. So it would be best if we just left. And well, they favor. Where's the favor? We, we um, I promised th- a compensation for seeing to this problem. And we just cleaned up a drow issue. So indeed we, we unframed them, if you will. So I, well, I appreciate hearing that from a guard. We'd like to t- talk to Shrika. What's that? What was her name again? The the emissary. Uh, the leader of the Drow was, yeah. I think it's Sirik. I was so yeah, Sirik Mazalor. We'd like to speak to Sirik. Indeed, we would. Fine. Just so we can communicate to her that, that the matter has been dealt with. A few moments later, she'll emerge from the door. Yes. Has her appearance improved at all? She's at least removed the strange cloak. Clothes look decent, not as fancy as before. You're looking well. Uh, just wanted to assure you face-to-face that the matter has been dealt with. We'll be getting out of your hair shortly. And uh, we'll be leaving soon, so any compensation that you had planned to give us, we can stop by again on our way out. You just wish for material compensation. Well, we don't plan on sticking around here. I wasn't thinking of material compensation. I was thinking of a writ of freedom from the drow. Oh, yeah, that too. A writ of freedom. You are escaped slaves. No, I'm a very, very popular and well-known bard on the surface. We are the people who have solved your problem. So... Are you telling me that you, you, you escaped from drow captivity recently? We didn't say any such thing. What do you mean, a writ of freedom? A document from a drow official stating that we are not to be considered as property by the drow. Or to be taken as property of the drow. I don't know that I have the authority to provide such a... Really? Someone as powerful as such as yourself doesn't have that kind of actual I'm merely power. an emissary appointed to do our trade work. Here in one of the few places that the Underdark touches the surface. I'll tell you what I can give. I can give you assurance from some of the representatives of the present. House Musgart, several of the other drow houses. They are representatives, not necessarily of their clans, but you'll have at least the signatures of some representatives saying that you have done a service. I can't guarantee that it will entirely protect you, especially if some of the houses signed here are rivals of another house, but it will at least be something that you can flash to show you have done us a favor. That do. I need to clear up a misconception. The writ is not for our safety. It is for the drows. She's just going to. I will have you a writ soon. Thank you. Return presently. We'll be just swoosh away. Her fanfare's got nothing on Britney's, though. No, no, probably not. Uh, she yeah. doesn't have golden snakes doing the wave. I, yeah. I will watch it with some appreciation, then turn to Brittany and... I, I know. I've, I've, I've been spoiled. I've been totally spoiled for that. That's what I do. And I'll turn around 20 times looking more casual, but so much more effective. 
I mean, if you want to make a performance check. We do, actually, so. That is a natural 19 plus 11. That is a 30 <laughs> performance. Ba ba bum I don't. I know. I don't think anyone wants to try and save that. I am probably going to be immune to other people's attempts to impress me with performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like slow mo. Uh, you know what? Like I will actually give that to you. For the next forty-eight hours, you have advantage on saves against people who try to charm you because you are currently infatuated <laughs> with a member of your party. That's fair. I love it. Is Declan reconsidering trying to get with Brittany? Yes. <laughs> it's a consideration that flip flops like a metronome arm as time goes by. <laughs> Excellent. I believe it was the Centaurum next? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Indeed. So, yeah, you'll be speaking with Gazram again, the leader. Things have quieted down a little bit. I assume that you have taken care of the problem? Yes. We have. Mm. There was a Quinn involved. Of course the problem's been taken care of. Oh, Quinn. You're a relative of Yero, then. You don't see the resemblance. Oh, yes, you have the same sense of humor. Really bad. Anyway. Oh. Quinn is involved. 1d4 psychic damage. <laughs> that was his vicious mockery. <laughs> the drow who attacked your beholder and started all of this was an assassin from the outside. No doubt hired to start exactly this kind of difficulty. And she mm. was no more a member of the drow enclave than any of you were. What was the root cause of this, though? That hard to say. Someone wanted this conflict and hired a draw to do it. Hmm. You know, I was hearing rumors, just just rumors drifting about some kind of stone. I wouldn't know if I'd call that the base cause of it all, but there was a terribly, terribly cursed stone at the center of all of this. Hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Quinn, was it? You are the relative? I need you to do us a service on your trip to the surface. He's going to take off... He's going to take off a ring. And this ring has a black jewel embedded in it that is carved into the shape of, like, a compass rose. He's going to hand it to you. I take it. Careful not to touch the gem. This ring is a magical artifact. The important one. You must bring it to the Zentaran on the surface. Tell them that you come from Gazrim Dulak. There are disturbing reports underground. All of the settlements, all of the peoples here have reported strange, strange occurrences centered around appearances of monsters. Dangers. Blingdon Stone, Menzo Berenzan, Grakelstug, all of them have been reporting strange occurrences. I do not know what is causing them, but if they are as dangerous or as. as they are as dangerous as they say, they could cut off trade here. 
cut off our business, potentially endanger a lot of other interests, perhaps even the... You need to inform the Zentarum of this. Let's do what we can do about perhaps mustering an expeditionary force to solve these issues. That ring helps you navigate the Underdark. Oh. We don't necessarily need it. But you will when you bring that company down here. Oh, fantastic. Don't you worry about a thing. Declan Quinn's on the case. You just hear his uncle groaning from the corner. Oh, no. You couldn't have picked a better person to entrust this important task to, I swear to you. He's also going to shuffle through his pouch and take out a small pin in the shape of a dragon's head. Welcome to the Zentara. Oh, I love joining clubs. You are one of our agents now. Flash that badge where you need to. You'll find what you need, alright? I know that's vacant, but you know, that's how this entire. Oh no, I understand. Alright. You have an important mission. Do not fail me, Declan Quinn. I never fail. Things always turn out just fine in the end when I'm involved. We'll save. Is that, <laughs> I thought you were will save or con save to not laugh. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do it entirely by, you know, force of will, so... It's what would the DC be on that? Gosh. In this case, it's so ridiculous, I'd say DC 50. Okay. I got a total of 12, so Brittany's snickering. Well, if Brittany loses it, I'm just going to lose it on general principle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was just laughing real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys have a laugh. Your next visit is to the Spur of Neblin, right? Um, yeah. Uh, well, let's, let's swing back past the uh, drow, pick up our paperwork, and never have to deal with them again. Mm -hmm. One of the drow will just slap a scroll into your hand. Thank you. Off with you. And a pleasure um... doing business with you as well. <laughs> and then finish off with the Spur of Neblin. By the way, the gem is not black, Walker. The oh. gem is a ruby. It is red. Hmm. I totally got that wrong. What was the name of the organization again? It totally slipped my mind. The Zentarum. Zentarum. Thank you. With a Z. Z-H. By the way, the, the Zents will also offer supplies of most any kind. They have plenty of stuff, so... Well, and it sounds uh. like they know how we get to the surface from here. Mm-hmm. Once we deal with the Smurfneflin, Smurfneflin, yeah. I'm not even going to try goblins. anymore. Once we deal with the Smurf goblins, <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I really tried. <laughs> I don't bother. <laughs> By the time you get back, the deep gnomes appear to be uh, the Smurfneflin ritual, where they take the the bodies of those Smurfneflin who were killed. They lay them on the stone, some lay hands, and like the Smurf Neblin merge with the stone and are buried, essentially. When you approach, though, both Yantha and Gabble Dripskillet, the leader, come to you. And they're just like, we are so grateful. Thank you so much for abating this violence. Really, it would have been a bloodbath. Want to use a remove curse or a restoration spell on 
the apprentice because he did come into contact. He has, been, he has been cured. Do not worry. Good. Your friend, though, the, the one following you, is she? Has she been cursed as well? Does she, restoration of some kind? Because I can, I can help with that. Go for it. Sure. Yentha will plot over there and attempt to you know, get close to Reese, and ends up just like chasing her around a mushroom. Let me touch you! Let me touch you! Another shot. It's for your own good! And try to catch Reese and help her. <laughs> so eventually you do, and when she does respond, kind of tags into your arms. Thank you. God, that's a relief. God. You are oh, crazy. I know. I... I just smelled. Oh. I, I fixed that. <laughs> She's just going to put a hand to her face. Thank you so much. Whew. I don't know what happened there. My name's Ristia. Ristia's off. Did you happen to touch a black stone? No. No black stones here. So you're just crazy. That's cool. Two months trapped on a beach in the Underdark can do that to you. Anyhow, I need to go to the surface. I need to return the trading post. I think I've seen enough of what I need to. Do you mind if I travel with you for the time being? Uh, no, now we're kind of the direction we're going to. Lovely. Uh. Alright. But Brittany, at this point, Gabble's gonna come and tap you on the arm and say, I think you're the one who can most appreciate this sign of our uh, appreciation. Oh? And she holds up a lovely teardrop shaped crystal container. She opens it and reveals an incredibly beautiful black sapphire pendant on a silver chain, which double in size. <laughs> to your discerning eye is worth at least 5,000 gold pieces. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to snap the little crystal coffer shut and offer it to you. I kind of feel bad for the people on the podcast who were missing my eyes literally doubling in size. Because that, that was <laughs> your pupils dilating. Yes. <laughs> I want that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She'll so. also just say that there's a there's a tunnel at the end of the trench. The other side, uh, you'll see a couple Smurf Niblin. They're guarding it. They're really. They're really honor guards. They couldn't really protect from any of the intruders, but the door is locked with a password that only we Swerf Neblin know. Oh. So, but they will allow you to pass. Thank you. And finally, a piece of jewelry worthy of me. And um, I'm going to turn to... You know what? This is a great opportunity for our new friend to prove his loyalty. I turn to Zilch mm -hmm. and say, Would you put it on me, please? He's going to take it and just very delicately come around you, mm -hmm. put it on. Almost they lift up on their own for him to get out of his way. You can't see it, but he raises his one good eyebrow, <laughs> clips it on, lets it sit, and then backs away. Excellent. It's actually the, the right necklace. He didn't like. Oh yeah, 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 no, no. Good. Good. And sorry, you said it was a black crystal. Black sapphire pendant on a silver Yay. chain. Oh my god. I want good, I want that in real life so badly. I've been like on a jewelry kick and I have like I have not bought jewelry like literally years. 
like probably the last decade. I think the last story, piece of story I bought myself was like, I was like 12 or 16. No, more like 16 probably. So this is, ugh. I also forgot to mention, as you leave the Sferf Neblin, the Dwergar, uh, one, the Dwergar, including Dwergoth, approach you and say that uh, in exchange for your service, for being of such good service, they would like to offer you, if you have need of or weapons before you leave, they can certainly outfit you. There's nothing magical, but it is at least a good Dwergar craft. So if any of you want to get rid of drow armor or anything like that before you go up to the surface where it will dissolve, they can outfit you. Yes. I've only been wearing my commoner's clothes this entire time, so I'm good. Okay. Some better studded leather. Do they, they do can... a plus one stuff, or...? They give you a choice. You can either choose new equipment, such as new armor, new non-magical equipment, or you can pick from the grab bag of magical items they brought. I am a sucker for magical items. I'll mm. do the grab bag. They grab like them chats? Yeah. Yes. Give me some of that. Oh, grab bag. Yeah. Grab bag, grab bag, grab bag. Okay. Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Underdark. We're about to play Wheel of Dwergar. What will our intrepid adventurers end up with? Uh, why don't you, do you guys, why don't you roll for Percentile dice? Are you yeah. I'm going to use my rainbow percentile dice. In that wheel. I'm not touching this. <laughs> you see that? Nope. Is that a 100? That's a 100. What? Oh, baby. So, Candace, what did you roll? I rolled a 16. A 16? Okay. And what did you roll, Scott? I rolled a 59. So, Declan, you get a Wand of Secrets. It has three charges. While holding it, you can use an action or trap within 30 feet of you. The wand pulses and points at it. So basically, you can find all the secret door traps. How many charges? It's got three charges, and it regains 1d3 expended charges daily, so. Nice. Very nice. This might save me. <laughs> yeah. Eric, you got a deck of illusions. Oh. That'll be fun to play with. Mm -hmm. So a full deck has 34 cards. Yours has 28. Got it. And Candace, the Dagger of Opportunity. Ooh! That sounds good just for, like, me as a player. It is a <laughs> plus one dagger. Sweet. And once per day, you can, as a bonus action, teleport to the location of the dagger. Oh. Okay. That's... Is there a range limit on that? No. Ooh, okay, never mind. I thought you'd be better. That's kind of amazing, actually. Thank you. I mean, uh, it does. It doesn't function if you're on a different plane than the dagger. Yeah. You can you can return anywhere on the plane you're at. Well, I can leave this at home when I get to the surface, and if I ever find myself there again, I can just teleport to it. So. <laughs> leave it at home. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on them. You can also shank the crap out of someone that you want to follow and leave it in them. That's true, I could. I also want to remind you that I did give you a spell book when you were investigating the cultist's hideout oh. in 
Cracklestug. Yeah, yeah, I believe we did collect a You did book. find a spell book, so if you wanted to equip... I'm gonna look through it first. I wanna see what... I assume that they, like, labeled the spells. I mean, it would take some time to read, but you could do it while you're walking. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. You have a... What's your intelligence bonus? Plus four. Okay. She could have been a wizard if she wanted to. Then, yeah, you'll definitely be able to at least... Yeah, I've got plus seven arcana, too, if that helps. So the spells you can discern in it are message, mage armor, hold person, speak with dead, ice storm, and teleport. Ooh, those are all really good spells. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zilch. Yes. I know I have a present for you. Hmm? The group actually has a present for you. I and it may not replace the one that you lost. But it's a start, and I'll, I'll give him the spell book. He looks at it. It's brilliant. Certainly another, it's another person, which is miserable, but I'll figure it out eventually. It's really too kind. Really. I, I shall treasure it all. And Brittany's you, you gold. Of course, wouldn't mind if I accompanied you all to the surface now, would you? I assume that you were going to be helping us uh, for the foreseeable future. I'd like that. He grins his lopsided grin from his scarred face. I guess I'll stop threatening to kill him for a while. Just for a while. Oh. Brittany's goals have shifted slightly. <laughs> well, you all have received your awards from the four factions. You've been given passage to the passage to the surface. Yep. So you return to the trench. Oh! Declan, is your uncle going to be okay? Oh, I'm sure he'll be fine. You don't like him very much, do you? I suppose he's one of the good ones. Because he looked like he was bleeding out, and I was like, I could heal him a little bit to stop oh, him from bleeding Oh, yes, you should definitely do that then. Oh, okay. I'm going to go back to to him, to, to mm -hmm. Yero, it was his name. Yero, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to go from a direction that he can't see me, and I'm going to do this, the same thing that Declan did, where I just pop over his head. Go, you're this fine! This he's going to attempt to punch you. Oh, no! <laughs> and he whiffs miserably oh, and throws himself off balance. First into the ground. <laughs> you're fine! And that's going to be my healing word. And then you just run and leave him on the floor. I don't run. I, I I walk with dignity and grace. I can only imagine <laughs> as you came over his head, you had the snakes all splayed out Beetlejuice style. Bwang! Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying and beautiful at the same time. Yeah, the four other party members are just waiting outside the door. <laughs> going to scream. Well, I'm sure my uncle's going to be happy to, to see her again. What was that? <laughs> walk back out looking flawless as usual. After that healing incident, you guys return to the trench, lower yourselves on that wooden approach the other end of the trench where a wide pair of doors are guarded by a pair of Spurf Nibblin who open them for you and allow you through, telling you to just simply take the first left turn and proceed onward. You should have no trouble finding your way out. The path slopes upward. It's only a day's travel to the surface. With a bit of fierce walking, with sore feet, all five of you emerge to see the sun again.
Are we there yet? Declan, I swear to God. Hey, hey, I see light. And, and that's it? I did it. I found the way out. Ah, uh, yes, Declan, you did it. Boys, it's the moon. We made it. I believe the words you two are looking for are, thank you, Declan. I will count to three. What, what are you- Declan, I'm pretty sure he means it. He might want to run. One. Now just a damn minute here. I go through all the trouble of leading your sorry asses out of the dark, and this is the- Three. <laughs> Let's hear it for our victorious contestants. They've made it to the surface alive and get to enjoy benefits like vitamin D and food that isn't fungus. And thanks to viewers like you, we've been renewed for a second season. Join us next time as we follow Season 1 alumni, this time with video so you can witness their joy and excitement in 1080p HD. Until then, this is Nick, signing off the Ethereal Network. Good night! Shortly after, at a secret Centaurum stronghold... Declan fucking Quinn. Never thought I'd ever get to see your pretty face again. And I never hope to see your ugly mug again, Sean, but here we are. Careful, lad. You almost hurt my feelings. And it's Seamus. You've known me for years. My name is Seamus. What do you want, Sheen? Just a chat, Declan. Just a chat. Two old friends having a little tete. You said tete twice. Which makes you the tete? Uh, you... Never mind. Listen, Bard's already reached the boys at the top of the Zentarum, but the Quinn family making moves. They're at the heart of all of the stories. So they sent me to ask you a few questions about what happened, see? Oh, I see what's going on. Good. You're hoping to kill me and claim the glory of my heroic deeds for yourself. Well, I'll have you know that your incontinent goons forgot to bind me. Ha ha! I just said your story already reached the Zentarum heads. Were, were you even listening? And I won't even need steel to beat you, scene. No, I have the power of the sun itself. Oh, shite. Look, lad. Aha! Why does it always have to be like this? Because you and I are rivals, scene. Nothing will stop me from ogre-shadowing you in every way possible. But I... I just wanted to hear your story of fortune and glory so I could tell it to my son, because he loves you. Wait, you have a son, and he looks up to me? I... yes. I have a son. I'm a hero to my rival's flesh and blood. He looks up to me like the father he wishes he had. That's not... Get yourself a quill and prepare for a truly glorious tale of daring cliff dives, perilous fighting with demons, and witty intercourse with all sorts of creatures. God, Stecklin, that's disgusting. Look, if you're going to kill something that can hear you, it may as well die while you're insulting it. Wait, you 
You mean witty interchanges or discourse? That's what I said. Let's just get on with the interview. So start at the beginning, what brought you to the Underdark? Well, it all began when my family sent me to find lost treasure in the Underdark. I fought off hordes of drow, but lost all of my men in the battles. So I deliberated some drow slaves who were so happy that I saved their lives that they swore to protect me forever. Aha. Uh -huh. So these slaves, do they include the lamey guy and the literally drop-dead gorgeous she-snake from the stories? That's Eric and Brittany, yeah, they help sometimes, but really looked to me when things needed to be done. Sure, sure. Now I found all sorts of treasure in my travels. Loot from the drow, loot from the fish people, loot from the dwarves, loot from the gnomes, but, um... I lost it. So I was ready to quit when I met my uncle at Mantle Dareth. His dying words to me were, Save the family, Declan. You're only hope. Wait, I thought your uncle survived Mantle Dareth. He did? A miracle. I'll have to tell him about how I fought everyone at Mantle Dareth and we won. That's how you fixed the situation. You fought everyone. But left enough alive to tell the tale, no one will disrespect the Quinn name again. The report did say a lot about fire and casualties. I didn't think you were capable of such devastation. I'll do anything to bring honor, glory, riches, power, and all of the above to the Quinn name. Right. Well, you've certainly brought attention to your family. Can't wait to see the looks on their faces when I get back. Bet their drawers will hit the floor. You may be right about that one, Declan. Thanks for the monumental waste of my time. I'll mention it. Oh, uh, Sean. Yeah? Can't wait to meet your son. He's got good taste in heroes. Ah. That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM. Signing off until next time. Thanks for listening. For more high-quality pyrophilia, find us at thelayeraction.com. That's thelayeraction.com.